happy holidays, all of our listeners and viewers. Welcome to a special Christmas episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. And I'm Liz. And my gaming PC broke! So we are here in episode 81. We're going to talk about uh, some Christmas themes here and there. Uh, we hope you enjoy and we hope you're enjoying your holidays because as, as we've listened to this, uh, I believe Hanukkah has just begun. And yes, Christmas Hanukkah starts Sunday night at sundown. Yeah, and Christmas is a couple days away as you're yeah. hearing this. So we're here for a uh, holiday special. Mm-hmm. Not really for the gaming news, though. But yeah, so <laughs> here we are. Christmas-themed episode. I, uh, You are wearing a Santa hat. I am. It says, OMG, Santa, I know him. Yeah. It's from Elf. Um, I'm not wearing anything. Uh, I'm not wearing anything Christmas. If you're listening to this on audio, <laughs> I'm not wearing anything. I'm not wearing anything. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> um, no, I'm just wearing my gray shirt, as I always do, and a beanie. And pants. And pants. Good I'm wearing job, pants. Man. You remembered to wear pants today. I, I did. I'm, I'm so happy with myself. I'm adulting. Good job. Hashtag adulting, putting on pants. So uh, let's just get this episode started. Um, so movie minutes, by the way, uh, we're not doing Rise of Skywalker. We actually had a full uh, spoiler talk, on, audio only. We didn't put it up yeah. on YouTube. Uh, we just wanted to come home, hit record, and just put it out there. And just talk about it. Yeah. So if you listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, it's it's on there. It's not on YouTube. Uh, but go check that out if you want to hear our thoughts on Rise of Skywalker. I believe it was like a 55-minute episode. Yeah, we, something like that. We just talked about the spoilers in there. But um, yeah, if you're looking for that, go check that out. Anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're on like 14. For the podcast, we are doing Christmas movie. Yeah. Because that's what we're doing. But uh, we are, we're on 14 different platforms. But yeah. Well. So let's just get started. Uh, you can follow us on social media at uh, on Twitter at Gaming Groceries. And you can follow us on Instagram. Games Groceries, all one word. And each of these uh, platforms. Oh, also Facebook. Just search Games and Groceries on Facebook. That's cool. Uh, but on all of these platforms, you can check out our midweek speak question. We posted uh, Fridays or Saturdays uh, asking you a gaming topic question. And we like to get your answers in for our Wednesday uploads known as midweek speak. If you don't know what those are, well, subscribe to the channel. And then you'll know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely follow us on social media for that. Uh, and if you can check out our website, gamesgroceries.com, you can listen to all of the audio versions of the webs- uh, of the podcast, as well as find out where you can listen to the audio versions of the podcast. So if you're wondering, oh, where can I find you? Check out our, uh, our uh, website, gamesgroceries.com, and you click where to listen, and it's got all the platforms we're on. They're direct links. You can just click on it. Boom. You're right there. It's awesome. And you can check out some articles I wrote. Uh, I wrote recently an article about the I Am Jesus Christ uh, video game. I interviewed the developer behind that, so you get to hear a bit of his, th- his thoughts. His thoughts. <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, but finally, uh, if you haven't already, if you're new here, definitely subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so that you know when all these podcasts come out, as well as our midweek speaks, our Let's Plays. Um, last week, we had a bit of a hiccup. Uh, my PC uh, busted, and it's still Yay. busted. So we're using uh, Liz's old laptop. That's not old. I was still using it. Well, yeah, no, it's still there. It's just not as powerful as my MSI. It also is older than your MSI. Yeah. And so <laughs> I'm hoping that the gameplay footage will be fine on this, hopefully. Oh, let's hope so. Yeah, because, uh, you know, moving expenses. That was a little expensive. I can't afford a new laptop right now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I had to refilm my second episode of Oxenfree, so that's great. Cool. Um, but yeah, let's just get this episode started already, because you're here for the holiday cheer. So let's get started with our first segment. Movie Minutes. Movie Minutes is a segment that we talk about the movies that we watched in the past week, whether it be on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, or in theaters, and we like to recommend it, or we don't recommend it. But since it's a holiday season... Woohoo! We've been doing this, uh, you know, since beginning of November, yeah. basically. And, you know, we've been reviewing Christmas movies, Christmas-themed movies. And instead of rating them 1 to 10 as a film, we've been rating them 1 to 10 jingles. Uh, 10 being, like, it's absolutely the phenomenal Christmas spirit, like, it's ever going to give you. 
One being, it's actually A Few Good Men, and you didn't watch a Christmas movie, you just watched Tom Cruise yell at Jack Nicholson. There you go. So, uh, we are here with a new Christmas movie. Uh, it's on Netflix. I was in between this one and the one we reviewed last week, which was Holiday Calendar last week. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to see both of these movies. But then we got to this movie, which is called Holiday Rush. So, opening thoughts. Ugh. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I I yeah. didn't enjoy this movie. Right. So it was very hard for me to rate it as solely Christmassy okay. or not because I didn't it was a good story. I enjoyed it. It was just not well written. Yeah. No, I agree. Like the the script was just weird and awkward and I really hated the guy's kids. Yeah. Like, really, they got on my last nerve. Mm -hmm. So, it was very hard for me to rate this as just like a Christmassy movie. But even as a Christmas movie, it's not very Christmassy. It's like the last 10 minutes is Christmassy. And even then, Mm -hmm. it wasn't even the full last 10 minutes. It was like 10 minutes from the last 10 minutes on Christmas Day. That was as Christmas as it really got. Yeah. So, let me go in my notes here right now. Um, that's, that's the opening thoughts. Um, so my first note is that the plot starts off very obvious where it's going to go. It doesn't leave anything to the imagination of like where this movie is going to lead. Um, it's got spoiled kids in it, a celebrity dad who's a radio host. Mm -hmm. Uh, he, he's a, he's a well-known radio host. Uh, he's known as a rush, I think. Yeah. He's called rush. A holiday rush. Ooh, oh, I get it. It's it's so meta. And uh, he's a well-known radio uh, celebrity. And he's known in New York, uh, all across. And his, and his kids are spoiled because of his celebrity. But then, you know, uh, he loses his job. And it's like, oh, no, they have to move it. By the way, how did they get their old house? His aunt was living there. Oh, right, 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 right. I forgot about that. Yeah, his aunt was living there. So... Uh, yeah, that, that's the thing is that like, oh man, now we got to figure out what Christmas is all about because all of his kids want little ponies and all of that. Yeah. So it, it starts off exactly where you think it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to say that Christmas movies need to be deep in any sort of way. No, because like we said in the very beginning, Christmas movies are supposed to be cheesy yeah. and predictable. But this is going beyond cheesy. This is go- This was just bad. This is almost insulting. Yeah. And that's the thing. Um I it's I, like I'm the, going the, into my second note here, it's but like they had the actors like they're just like, all right, do the lines, and they didn't really have any direction. Like they just kind of let the actors do whatever they wanted, it felt like. And like, I they th- didn't say to the kids, like, oh, can you say it this way? They didn't like yeah. correct them. They're just like, All right, here's a script. Perfect, let's go. And they didn't direct them in any way. That's what it felt mm-hmm. like. I think that's going into my second note, which is, I don't think this is any of the actors' faults. No. They had fine actors in here. Yeah. It's just that this script was filled with so many cringy lines. Like, like there's been, there were many times where my spine just like, ugh, okay. There was a point in time where I wasn't even paying attention. I was like, this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was the script's fault. I think it was the screenwriter's yeah. fault. Like I said, it wasn't well written. It was a good story, but badly written. And it was just very unrealistic of how people talk sometimes. Yeah. And how people would handle a situation. Yeah. It, it just, it felt off yeah. to me. And literally, you didn't, are we doing this with mild spoilers? Mild spoilers. Okay. I mean, it's a Christmas You movie, didn't so. find out what happened to his wife until like the last half hour. Yeah. Cause, oh, she's Sorry, sick of like, that. I got like a tickle in my throat all of a sudden. Yeah. But yeah, so it's not very good storytelling. Uh, it doesn't really keep your interest a lot. Mm-hmm. Whereas we we did Holiday Calendar last week. Which from the trailers, they looked like they'd be on the same level. But at least Holiday Calendar kept my attention for the for what a Christmas yeah. movie is. That was a very good Christmas movie. And I think Christmas movies, especially Hallmark and Netflix, uh, they're meant to be in the background, but you can follow the story. Yeah. But this one, it's just like it's completely in the background. Yeah. Like I, you could just not pay attention to this and, and just watch, you know, three minutes total of this movie and know exactly where it's going. Yeah. Um, and my final note here is that, it, it, like you said, 
I love how this is a Christmas episode. This is coming out December 23rd, and we're reviewing probably the least Christmas me- Christmassy movie of yeah. all time. Even last Christmas was more Christmassy than this movie. Not only feeling. that, like I was I wrote down that um or no I didn't. It was just in my head. Yeah. Good job, head. Um I believe that uh, Christmas Prince was more Christmassy than this movie. Yeah, same. And that's why that's why I went to our final review cuz well, I'll I'll say this. It wasn't very Christmassy and I felt like this was more of a Valentine's movie than it was a Christmas movie. Yeah. Like if the same plot happened in Valentine's Day, it would feel fine. It would feel more fluid. It would feel more Yeah. Um it would feel more fitting if yeah. it was set in Valentine's Day. Yeah. But because it's a Christmas movie, it just mm. Yeah. And in, if you watch the movie, uh, disagree with me, agree with me, watch the movie, but have it set in Valentine's Day and I think it would be a lot more fitting. Yeah. So Let's go into our final review, uh, the final ratings of this movie. I'm sorry that we're reviewing this so badly. Happy Christmas, everybody. Right? We're yeah. going to do much better next week because we're going to do this through New Year. Yeah, we're going to do this until my birthday, actually, January 6th, which is the 12th day of Christmas. Good job. Thank you. Anyway, so let's go into it. What did you give this, Jingles? So I had a, I struggled rating this mm-hmm. because, like I said, even though it was a good plot, I enjoyed the story. Because it was so bad, I actually took more points away from the Jingles. Yeah. So I gave it a two. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, even though there's Christmas in it mm-hmm. and it was a good story, it was just the terrible script and the fact that, like I said, Christmas... Like, they had Christmas morning maybe 10 minutes before the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty much as Christmassy as it got, other than him, like, stressing out about how he's going to give his kids, like, these ridiculous presents that they asked for. Um, I just, I wasn't a fan. So I gave it a two. I mean, you can still yeah. watch it. I just didn't enjoy it. Yeah, my final review of it was a three. And the only reason I gave it a three is because I gave Christmas Prince a four. Yeah. And so like I had to give or did I give it a four? I don't remember. Yeah. I tried looking at my notes and I didn't write it down. <laughs> so go me. Um, but I think I, I have to give Christmas Prince more Christmas value than this movie. Because like I said, it, it should have been set on Valentine's Day and it would have made more sense. Yeah, I but, agree. Um, but yeah, you know, take it as you will. Uh, it's Holiday Rush. It's on Netflix. I think it's a 2019 movie. Yep. So you know, check it out. Uh, it's it's not it's not a complete waste of time. <laughs> he struggled saying that. It's a waste of time. I'm always in favor of making your own decision. Like a movie could get like the worst ratings from critics, and I'll still go watch it because I believe yeah. you have to make your own decision when it comes to that stuff. These ratings and things like that are so subjective. You, you enjoyed Rise of Skywalker more than more. Critics I, did. I did. Yeah. But you can check that out in a spoiler review. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's a holiday rush. So I think we can go into our next segment. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just jump into it with our second segment. Top three gaming news. The top three gaming news is the gaming news that we saw in the past week. And we like to write it three, two, one, just to give you a condensed version of what's going on in the games industry. So jumping right into it, we got three uh, bits of gaming news. It is the holiday season. And not only that, it's the end of the decade. So anytime you look up gaming news or, you know, gaming articles, yeah. it's like, oh, what's your game of the decade? Oh, game yeah, of the it's year. Like, Oh, game. We have tons of articles about games. Yeah. It's just like, it, I don't want to say it was a slow yeah. news week. And but I mean, nothing much is happening because no one's going to and do anything like days before the holiday, mm-hmm. you know, so. So let's talk. Let's just jump into our number three gaming news, which is about Google Stadia. Remember Google Stadia? We had a guest on it uh, with Brian McGinnis. We we talked about it. Yeah. Google Stadia, and they actually purchased. Google has purchased Typhoon Studios. Typhoon Studios, which is um, uh, known as the developers of uh, Journey to the Savage Planet, which hasn't been released yet. It's going to mm-hmm. be released in twenty twenty, believe March twenty twenty. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is a good move because uh, if you didn't know, Typhoon Studios is actually headed by former uh, Ubisoft executive Alex Hutchinson 
and EA producer, uh, Reed Schneider. And the team has um, made its own indie game called Journey to Savage Planet. It looks very interesting. Uh, when it was first revealed, when was it revealed? 2018, 17? I want to say 18. 2018, it just looked really cool. A little space adventure. Um, mildly looks like Astroneer combined with Outer Worlds. So it looks cool. I like it. But now Google has acquired it, and they're going to be moving them to their Montreal studios. Now, Typhoon is already located in Montreal. Okay. So it's not like they were in San Diego. And they're like, all right, move to Canada. Yeah, no, no. Like it, They were already located in Montreal. But now they are going to be going to their Montreal studio, which actually headed up by um, Google's Montreal uh, studio is headed up by Assassin's Creed's own uh, Sebastian Poe. So that's pretty cool. But then I have this quote right here from the article. All the articles are linked down below, by the way, if you want to give them a read yourself. Um, but it says this. Uh, this is from a um, this is from Jade Raymond from Google Stadia. And she says this, uh, Typhoon Studios will continue to work on the launch of Journey to the Savage Planet for multiple platforms, not just Stadia, multiple platforms on January 28th, 2020. Meanwhile, our priority will be on integrating the team from Typhoon Studios into games, uh, Stadia Games and Entertainment. We're thrilled to welcome this incredibly talented team to the Google family. Nice. So it sounds to me, it sounds to me like this is when Microsoft acquired um, Obsidian, mm-hmm. and they were still working on the Outer Worlds. Yeah, like okay, they're still working on Outer Worlds, and that's going to be released on multiple platforms. But from here on out, Obsidian will be making Xbox titles, and sounds yeah. like this is the same idea. Yeah. What do you think about this? I mean, I think it's nice of them to allow them to still continue making the game for all platforms. Yeah. And that makes sense. I mean, when you acquire a studio, but they're in the middle of a project that everyone was waiting on, do you know how bad you'll look if you're like, nope, (laughs) this game will only be for us now? Yeah. So I think that's a good idea. And then, but then also, you know, after this, it's like, all right, now it's just going to be for Stadia. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm all for Stadia making its own exclusives. It, it's it's launching at a weird time. Yeah. I actually got a buddy pass from um, Brian McGinnis. I still haven't tested it out. So, Brian, if you're listening to this, I'm still planning on using it. I'm just uh, – it's been a busy week for me. Yeah. But I definitely want to test, especially on this laptop because this laptop isn't really a gaming laptop. So I want to see the power behind this. And it's actually okay that my MSI broke down because I want to try it on this laptop. So there you go. It's pretty cool. But yeah, cool on them. Great. Good yeah. job, Google, for uh, making exclusives. But let's move on to our number two gaming news, which is uh, CD Projekt Red has so- solidified. Good job, Adam. Uh, it's deal with original Witcher author um, Mr. Sapkowski. I'm not going to try to say that first name. Andres. Andre, Andre, cool. Um, Mr. Sapkowski. But they've actually solidified this deal. And a lot of people are saying like, oh man, this means that there's going to be a Witcher 4. There's going to be a Witcher 4. Slowly roll, buddy. I don't think it means that. So let's get into this. Um, Mr. Sapkowski has always been against the Witcher games. Uh, He's been pretty open about it. Um, he didn't like where the direction is going. He's been more salty about it than disconnected from it because the Witcher games made millions upon millions, maybe even mm-hmm. billions of dollars. And, you know, he only got a lump sum. He didn't get like royalty rights. Yeah. And so he's been more salty about it than ever before. It's his fault. He's the one that signed the contract. Well, yeah, that's what everybody's saying. It's like, well, if you don't like it, then why did you sign that contract? Yeah. It's kind of stupid on his part, but, you know. Teach their own. If you want to be salty about something, uh, go ahead and do it. We're not going to care. But now that in this past week, uh, CD Projekt Red has uh, included Sapkowski on this new deal, and they solidified the two's relationship. It always says it solidified the relationship. Now, I want to get into this quote right here and tell you why I don't think Witcher 4 is going to be a thing. It says, the agreement satisfies and fully clarifies Sounds like a like a hip hop. The agreement satisfies and fully clarifies. Okay. Oh, uh, the needs and expectations of both parties, 
past and present and sets out a framework for the future cooperation between the two sides, the CD Projekt announcement explains. The agreement grants CD Projekt new rights as well as confirms the company's title to The Witcher. Confirms the company's title to The Witcher intellectual property in video games, graphic novels, board games, and merchandise. Now, I know people are looking at that announcement and they they just focus on CD Projekt Red confirms the company's title to The Witcher. And then they focus on that first thing, video games. Oh, we're getting a Witcher 4. Slow your roll, buddy. Bump the brakes. Hold hold your ham sandwich. Um, Here's the thing. Witcher 3 concluded the the story and they have said before that they're not making a witcher 4 mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that there's not going to be other witcher video games i mean we've already had gwent as its own video game and now we're seeing graphic novels board games merchandise and yeah. what just came out this week liz the netflix series which the ne- i want to watch i definitely want to get into it um because, you know, people are saying it's like Game of Thrones, but, you know, better and actually well-written. <laughs> Fight me on Twitter at Ace the Grocer. Um, but I don't think this is actually going to go into The Witcher 4 because I think this is going to be the focus on the Netflix series mm-hmm. more than anything else. Just because this just came out. Uh, CD Projekt Red has agreed to the new rights to The Witcher. Mm-hmm. And I think the video games flesh out the story more in the mainstream media than the books ever will. Mm -hmm. So I think that because Mr. Sapkowski is more behind the series and CD Projekt Red has nothing to do with the Witcher series on Netflix, I think Sapkowski has bitten off more than he can chew from this Netflix series. And he said, you know what? CD Projekt Red has a lot to do with this mm-hmm. so maybe we can bring them in and you know get better writers for this netflix series go yeah. moving forward anyway w- what do you think about this um i think we just have to wait and see yeah honestly because like it's so like everywhere mm-hmm. you know yeah and that's the thing is that like i, I think we're I'm, I'm focusing more on the board games graphic novels yeah. merchandise I mean, video this is games. pretty much what you do when you have a big name yeah. video game. You're like, hey, let's put it in everything. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I don't think there's going to be a Witcher 4. Yeah. I, I I mean, I know they, like, they, they've said it. They've said there's not going to be a Witcher yeah. 4. That doesn't mean there's gonna not going to be Witcher, you know. They're just not continuing the story. Right, of, you know, Geralt of Rivia. There could be other properties that they can make video games out of. Yeah. But I don't think, oops, uh, but I don't think that this means that the video games are going to be a thing. Yeah. I don't think Witcher 4 is going to come out of this. I just think that we're going to get a better deal. And I think Sapkowski has finally swallowed his pride and knows that the people behind CD Projekt Red have made better stories out of the Witcher property than he has for yeah. the mainstream, for the mainstream. Yeah. So um, anything else on this? Nope. Let's move on to our number one gaming news then. Um, remember Xbox Series X, everybody? Oh, boy. Remember that? Oh, boy. Um, remember how I said in our Game Awards segment last week in the last week podcast um, that I didn't believe that they would actually call this Series X? I think Phil Spencer's a lot smarter than this. I think he's a better person than this. Remember, I think- remember when I said that I think you put too much confidence in Xbox and Phil Spencer? I- Do you remember that? I think um, it's actually just going to be called Xbox. Do you remember when I said you had too much confidence in Xbox and Phil Spencer? (laughs) I was right. They are stupid. During the Game Awards, (laughs) we got the full reveal of Xbox Series X. Yes. Um, And I remember thinking like, Listen, it's called Series X, meaning that this is going to be the series of consoles from all around. This can't be the actual title. Well, you were right on that part. I was right. I was right. I was dead right. That is not the actual title. But the next-gen Xbox is simply going to be called Xbox. Now, this is good. Not to be confused with the Xbox. Right. 
Now, this is good, both bad and good at the same time. And I'm going to explain in just a second. But first, let me pull up this quote from the uh, Microsoft um, representative saying, the name we're carrying forward to the next generation is simply Xbox. Uh, and at the Game Awards, you saw that the name, you saw that name come to life through Xbox Series X. So he says the name we're carrying forward to the next generation is just simply Xbox. Now, the article I've linked down below, it, it actually explains that this actually gives them more room to make better console or like further their console brand mm -hmm. than anything else. Like this will have new iterations, most like Xbox One did. There was the Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X. And I think this leaves room for more iterations, much like that. So instead of Xbox One, yeah. you're going to get Xbox um, Platinum. Yeah, Like that's what they're going to say. Instead of just Xbox One, they're going to start off with two consoles. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be less confused because it's like saying Xbox One X... Uh, it's going to be Xbox X. Yeah. I understand that. I still think it's stupid. Well, I think it's stupid too. <laughs> don't worry about that, listeners and viewers. Subscribe. Um, but don't worry. Adam's here for you to coddle you. Jeez. But here's the other thing. Here's the other good part to that is that, one, I understand so that they can just name what it actually does. So Xbox Series X went into xbox project scarlet that that's the umbrella behind all of these now what xbox anaconda is going to be called that's going to be called something else it's going to be xbox let's go with my original name xbox platinum yeah and that's what it's going to be called like oh my son wants an xbox platinum instead of an xbox one platinum because this just leaves room for two consoles to come out you have the xbox platinum and the xbox rubber ducky which is the all digital edition. But that's the thing. Instead of just naming it some baseline console, it's just going to be called Xbox and a subline. Yeah, that you're still going to get parents. My son wants an Xbox. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, I know for a fact. Working from this GameStop. This isn't going to fix that problem. <laughs> working at a GameStop. Oh, I know. But here's the other part is that we already know that Phil Spencer isn't really focused on consoles more than he's more focused on making Xbox just a platform. Like he's bringing yeah. Game Pass over to Nintendo Switch. He's bringing more uh, Xbox games over to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, he wants multi-platform multi to be a thing. Mm -hmm. He is focused on exclusives that much is certain. Yeah. But I think he's more focused on the line of getting you on the Xbox xbox platform yeah more than an xbox console yes it, but that's still a stupid name and i disagree with their choices well i agree <laughs> i agree it's stupid but i'm just trying to explain like why they're yeah, doing this no i understand that yeah i just think it's stupid oh it's it's <laughs> it's highly stupid but i understand where phil is coming from because when you first release a console it's only one console yeah <clears throat> Like Xbox One, Xbox 360, mm -hmm. and then the original Xbox. But this, I think, really solidifies the fact that there are going to be two consoles coming mm -hmm. out. Like I said, Project Scarlet was the umbrella. Xbox Series X is now the replacement name for Xbox Scarlet. Xbox Series X is now the umbrella. And just moving forward, it's just going to be called Xbox because they're going to release two consoles Mm -hmm. So it'd be kind of weird if they said, like, let's say it, let's say it is, conversation's sake, the next Xbox is called Xbox Two. Just, just roll with me here. Yeah. Um, That's not going to be confusing at all. Well, I know it's not, but, um, but then it's Xbox Two, and that was the base console. But they're going to release two consoles. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so it's going to be just called Xbox, but the two consoles are going to be the sub name. Yeah. Like, it's just going to be called... Xbox, Xbox Platinum Z or Xbox right whatever Xbox Series Rubber Ducky but let, that's the thing I think that's what they're going to go with when they're yeah. calling Xbox moving forward because it's still not going to be called just Xbox mm -hmm. it's going to be Xbox with a sub name yeah Xbox with a 
another title to it, a subtitle to it. Yeah. If you will. I think that's my prediction. Uh, hopefully you see this in the future and it's like, oh, Adam is a fortune teller. No. Or Adam's uncle works at Xbox. He doesn't. My my uncle um, doesn't work at Xbox. Just to let you know that. Just to be upfront with you. Um, I think that's all the gaming news that we have for this week. Uh, any other thoughts about this? Nope. Cool. There's not much you can say about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get back into the Christmas spirit. Let's just get our jingles in a jolly. Let's just, you know, jingle bells. Isn't that how jingle bells sound? No. I must be a madman. So let's just get into it with our final segment. Every single week here on the Games Groceries podcast, we like to talk about certain. Wait, sir, hold on, sir. Wait, wait, wait. I hold on. I think we're getting a call. Um, yeah. Let me just take this. Hello, you're on Games Groceries podcast. Who is this? Hello. Hi. Hi. Who? Who is this? Hey, who's this? I. This is this is Games Groceries podcast. Who's this? Santa Claus. Oh. Oh. It's, wait. What? Wait. It's like the Santa Claus. Uh-huh. Oh, San- Santa. Hi. How you doing? What's up? Uh, what do you need? Oh, you called me, uh, right? I'm kind of busy right now. Oh, 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 cuz I cuz I called you. I must have pocket dialed you. I'm, I'm Sa- Santa, I'm sorry. For How'd you get this number? Uh that, I not, have no idea. Not important. So Santa, it's uh it's 2 days away from Christmas. How you doing? How's business going? Uh not great. No. Oh, all right. Wait, seriously? Wait. Yep. There's just, uh, you know, there's just, I just, I, um, I can't seem to keep up. Oh, oh, seriously. What? Like why? What's, what's going on? I don't know how to make half this stuff. Oh, real? But Santa, it's only, it's, it's December 23rd. It's only, uh, two days away from Christmas. Shouldn't everything be done yeah. by now? Yeah. Well, you don't have to rub it in. <laughs> I'm sorry, Santa, but like, uh, is there is there any way we can help you? Um, like, know anything about um, computer games? I mean, we are a video game podcast, so I I think we I think we could help you out. What what seems to be podcast? You? Yeah, Your podcast. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we're a podcast by this point. You know, computers. I mean, my computer we- broke this past week, and I sent it to Geek Squad, but. You know, I, okay. hopefully I can help you out. Okay. Uh, I got a list here. Okay. What, what's what's on this list? Um, I just need to know how to make this stuff. Okay. What kind of stuff? Uh, V-Bucks. You, you want to learn how to make a V-Buck, Santa? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a little, that's a little, that's a little complicated. Let, 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 let's, let's uh, put a pass on that. Anything else I can help you make? Or just V bucks, uh, a sword and a shield. A sword. You don't know how to wait. Wait, what do you mean a sword and a shield? Is there any other words with that? Uh, Pokemon sword and shield. There you go, Pokemon. That's a game. Uh huh. Santa, did you want to poke a man with a sword (laughs) and a shield? You asked me. (laughs) Um. Well, I I don't think we make Pokemon's swords and shields. Uh, I I'm believing that's the Pokemon company that makes okay. the Pokemon. Um, I'm not sure we can help you, S- Santa. Am I am I wrong to say that you're a little bit out of touch when it comes to video game culture? Uh, yeah, I would I would say that's accurate. Yeah. Wait, like. <laughs> Like how out of touch? Like what's Santa? If I can ask exclusively on the Games Groceries podcast, what's what's the last video game you remember playing? Just so I can get it like a feel. Mario Kart. Oh, like Mario Kart, like Mario Kart Eight on the Nintendo Switch. Are we talking like Mario Kart from the Super Nintendo? Yeah. Oh. 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 Yeah. Now, like, now we know what we're dealing with here. So, the last video game, Santa, the Santa Claus of the North Pole, uh, 
if I am to understand, the last video game you've played is on the Super Mario, like Super Mario Kart on Super Nintendo. That's a, and that's a big one this year. A lot of people are asking for a Super Nintendo. Oh, I, I, I don't think, think that's so. accurate, Santa. It's kind of a retro thing. <laughs> okay. Uh... Well, everybody's asking for the Super Nintendo. Are you, are you sure people aren't asking for a Nintendo Switch, Santa? That's another thing. Yeah, that's another thing I got on my list. Oh. What is a Switch? What? Well, a Switch, it, it's not like what you would think it is, but it switches from your TV into your hand. Like, Santa, if I if I can ask, what, what you know, you seem pretty updated on the times in the, in the thousands of years that you've been available for for kids as, you know, dreams and hopes and and whatnot. Why did you kind of stay out of touch with the video game world? First of all, it's a really nice way to put what I do. Yeah. Being available for kids' dreams and hopes. I love that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to write that down. Oh, I will. I, I will put that on like a motivational poster of you. It's, uh, it's a, new, uh, a new Christmas jingle. Okay. There you go. He's available for your dreams and hopes. Hey. Last night, you ever seen um, you ever seen um, Nightmare Before Christmas? Uh, I yes, I have. Yeah. Boy, yeah. what a what a trash heap. <laughs> what? You don't like that movie? I'm not. I don't like that movie. What? Oh man. What? Uh, oh, to- totally, totally. Tim Burton. Lots of fun there. Really nice music. Yeah. Boy, there's no story, is there? I mean, there there's kind of a story if you like love stories uh, and skeletons. And also, I love skele- I love skeletons, and I love stories. I just, you know, there's only one of them in that movie. Wait, Santa, why, why do you love skeletons? <laughs> what? Uh, what were we talking about? Um, How have uh, you stayed? Why, uh, why have you stayed out of touch with the games? Why haven't you followed them? Oh, they're oh, these computers. They move so fast. Yeah, I mean, uh, goodness gracious. Yeah. I just don't, you know. I, you know, I'm I'm working with a, an iPhone three here, and I rarely use it. I only turn it on in emergencies like this. Yeah. But uh, oh, boy, for years people they they uh, hello, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. But the uh, the um, you know, you make something out of wood, you make a rocking horse, uh, you make a puppet or some some nonsense. Yeah. But uh, now the kids are like, uh, "Hey, I want uh, I want gold bars." Gold I'm like, kid, bars. I can't make you gold bars. And 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 then later on the letter it says Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> Wait, they want. And I'm like, I don't know how to make either one of those things. You don't know how to make a gold bar, Santa? I know how to make a look. look I'm not a miner. <laughs> You're Santa, but not a miner. I I run a workshop. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it's just it's much harder. The the elves, you know, they they're doing great. They're they're taking a lot of continuing education courses and coding and and uh yeah. and computer mm-hmm. animation and whatnot, but boy, they are just getting run ragged. Oh, gee. oh, oh wait, they're learning how to code the elves? Well, exactly. So so you're trying to make your own video game, Santa. Oh yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, usually if, if Santa if Santa brings you something, it's going to be a great knockoff. <laughs> there you go. That's the way to do it. I make them all. I make a, I, I give China a run for their money. I, I, <laughs> I make them all in house. So wait, so you make, so are you currently in the development of your own video game? Not our own video game. I mean, no, he just said he's making knockoffs. Oh, not, Oh, You're not listening to Santa. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, wait, so what, let me guess you guys are married. I I think we're married. Yes, dear. I keep looking at my left hand, and there seems to be a ring on this hand. Same here, brother. Oh man. So wait. So you're so you're making your own bootleg game. What 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 bootleg are you are you going off? Like what what's the bootleg game going to be called? It's it, it. I don't think you're understanding what I'm doing here, kid. Uh, you're not understanding, honey. Wait. So. So hold he's on. He's making so say a kid asks for Red Dead Redemption. Right. He's gonna make Red Dead Redemption. He's he's if going. If a kid asks for Pokemon Sword and Shield, he's yeah. gonna make Pokemon Sword and Shield. So you're not making Blue Alive, um, 
conviction? No. No? You're not listening. Blue alive conviction. Get out of here with that. Come on. No, I'm making red dead redemption, son. That's how we do it. Okay, so so you can actually make it, but without like the video game like company's permission, you can just go ahead and do it. I'm Santa Claus. Yeah. You can do whatever he wants. So Yeah, what what are you gonna do? Kill me? I guess. <laughs> I mean, have there people been trying to kill you, Santa? No, no. That's just in the movies. Oh, just in the movie, just from the Santa Claus. Yeah. Okay. Well, well. Let me, let me ask you here on the podcast. Don't forget about Elf. Well, Elf. Yes. The Central Park Rangers. Oh, the Central Park Rangers Santa. do try to kill Santa. That is true. That's a good point. Well, good point. But that's mistaken identity, isn't it? Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, Santa. If I can ask you real quick, uh, how accurate are these Santa story movies, like portraying you? I mean, there's a whole, some of them are accurate and some of them aren't, you know? Uh, yeah. Ask me, ask me about them. And I'll, uh, Elf, you mentioned, is pretty accurate. Oh, really? Um, hmm. Tim Allen, I think, does a marvelous Santa Claus. So wait, so if I, if I were to, like, you know, you know, scare you off of a roof, Santa, would I then become Santa? Oh no no no! That's pure fiction. Oh okay, so yeah, he said that Tim Allen plays. A oh, good Santa, but but Santa but that is not how Santa works. Okay, I understand now. So so there's no offing Santa. There's no skeletons in your closet or anything like that. No, you can't uh, you can't kill the spirit of Christmas. Oh, I okay, I I I see where we're going with this. Yeah, Santa's a saint. Saints. Yeah, you can't. No. So 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 let's get back to the whole. Santa is making video games deal here. Of um, yeah, like so. So you make so you get a kid who asks for Red Dead Redemption two, and then you make it. Is this why you want to learn how to make a V buck? Correct. So if I can ask, then uh, V bucks, you know, usually microtransactions. They're usually to profit the company. Uh. Am I to understand then that Santa's workshop workshop is totally for profit then? We 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 make enough money to continue. Okay, so it's not you you're not making enough to like make millions off of this operation. But that's where the V-bucks come in to like really like put in production here. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh wait, I'm not making millions off. The, okay, yeah. Oh wait, oh oh no, it did. Are you so you don't understand what V Bucks do for company? I I feel like I shouldn't tell him because then he's gonna go off of like, like really sell out and really make a for profit company. Maybe I shouldn't I be telling him. I don't think Santa sells out. I Santa, if I were to tell you how to make millions of dollars, you you promise not to sell out. Now would you? Yeah, I'd, I'd sell out. So so wait, you would sell out? Like, wouldn't if, you? I I don't know if I should tell him about the V Bucks then, because V Bucks have been making like so much profit for Epic Games that they're actually under lawsuits for Parliament. Like actually, like the U, like the the UK Parliament called them in for a hearing and said that you're making too much money off of children. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, like so. So the way V Bucks are working here is that say you want a little costume in Fortnite. Yeah, yes, I'm telling him, honey. I'm I'm telling him how to make. You're killing Christmas. Well, you know, be that as it may, I might be a capitalist in of myself, but you know, I I think you know Santa has the freedom to to choose if he wants to sell out or not. But yeah, ba- basically, you want this Fortnite skin. And it costs, uh, it costs fifteen hundred V bucks, and there there's two options. There's two different packages for the V bucks. There's one package for a thousand V bucks for ten dollars, or uh-huh. twenty five hundred V bucks for twenty five dollars. So you have to buy one of these packages. So you can go for the twenty five dollar package because the 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 costume costs. Are are you, are you following Santa? Yeah, I, I understand how all this works. I just don't know how to make it. 
Oh. It's just a plastic card with numbers. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it means nothing. It actually goes up into the ether, and you buy things, and um, it, it means nothing to the real so world. It's like, a, it's like a gift card. Yeah, yeah. it's basically a oh, gift yeah, card. Oh, yeah, I know how to do that. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Um, how about mine coins? Mine coins? I think uh-huh. I, I think that's also just a, just a gift card. Yeah, it's just a plastic Same thing, card. gift card? Anything that goes into a video game is basically a gift card for the video game. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. Oh. All right, thanks so much for your oh, help. Wait, oh God, no, wait, hold on. Wait, Santa, before, wait, before you leave, you're, you're not going to destroy these little kids' lives now, are, are you, Santa? Well, why would you ask that? What? That's a crazy leading question. I mean... I'm not going to destroy kids' lives? I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> wait, wait, are you saying that you're in the business to ruin kids' lives? This call has taken an awful turn. I feel like I'm... I, no, I'm not, I'm, not in the, I'm not in the business of it, but then... <laughs> You know, but kids, that's what they when kids, for. when kids realize yeah. that I'm not going to visit them after they're like seven or eight. Yeah. Wait, so you stop visiting kids after seven or eight? Of course I do. Wait, so what happens after nine? Like, do you just like, you People just stop believing in me. Is that when you like work a job and like your, your life is over and imagination is done? At nine? Yeah. I wouldn't say that. No, no. Oh, okay. But there is an it's age At least like... another decade. Oh, <laughs> but there there definitely is an age cutoff that like kids don't get their presents anymore. Yeah, I would say eight. Nine's eight. pushing it. Nine's pushing it. Have you have you ever tried to give a present to a nine year old? How how did that go? I mean it's fine. Nine year olds can accept gifts just like a human being. Yeah. I just like I I can't afford to you know, it's just so many, so many kids now. I mean, you know how many more kids there are now than there were fifty years ago. I, I mind numbing, mind numbing. I, I mean, I wouldn't know because I wasn't a child fifty years ago. Yeah, but you know how to do research, right? I, I think I do. I, I've been trying to do research on this podcast, but um, some people tell me I'm failing. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, don't believe everything you read. Oh, okay. I, I will take your advice uh, from the. Actual, uh, actual Santa Claus here. Yeah. Yeah. No one else. It's actually Santa Claus. And uh, lose this number. L- lose this number. <laughs> I mean, if I if I can if I can ask you one last question, Santa. Can I can I ask you one last question? Yeah, one, and then I really I gotta go. Oh, okay. I, it's I mean, two days till Christmas. Like I can't I can't be palling around with you guys. I mean. I, well, like, can I ask you two questions? The first question is, uh, Jesus, you... you just you just upped it. <laughs> I mean, you said palling around. Uh, would you consider us pals, Santa Claus? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, cool. Is that why I have your number then? That that explains everything then. I uh, don't. You, you called me. I called the number back. Yeah. You said you butt dialed me. I asked you how he got the number, and then you moved on in conversation. Well, like, that's the thing. I don't want to let you know that I got your number off the, the black market. But if I can ask you one real question, uh, Santa Claus... <sighs> Um, yes. do you ever think we're going to go back to the time of imaginary toys? Do, do you think like V bucks will be over with and video games will be over and we get to play with like, like sticks and wheels soon enough? As soon as the nuclear Holocaust happens, <laughs> we will go back to getting sticks and wheels for Christmas. I promise you. Wait, so wait, you knew there's a, okay, nuclear- I gotta go. Bye bye. <laughs> well, all right. Well, well, that was Santa. That was Santa. Uh, apparently he knows about a nuclear Holocaust. That's, that's awful. I, I hope he's not making one in the workshop, but you know, um, yeah, that, that's how life goes. But before we end this podcast, we want to, um, actually pull back the curtain a little bit and go into our final segment. It's interview time. So we have here uh, Micah Sherman, who played Santa for us on the, on the podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Um, Micah uh, is uh, is of course. Um, I'm trying to remember your character's name on High Maintenance. Um, oh, I just had it in my head. Um, Ezra. Ezra. Thank you. Uh, but he plays Ezra on the HBO show High Maintenance, and uh, we want to get to know him a little bit better. If you don't know about him, so. Uh, Micah, if I can ask you firstly, um, what led you into practicing improv comedy? Like what led you into life? Um, so when I was, uh, I grew up in, um, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Okay. And, um, 
went to high school there and I was uh, a, a really good basketball player. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, but oh. I, I wanted I wanted like something else hmm. in my life. Like uh, my my life was really really focused on basketball for a while, mm-hmm. and um, there was an improv company at my high school. And when I was a freshman, they did a show during lunch and it was so like guerrilla style like they pulled all the lunch tables back and they got people to crowd around and they you know they did basically did whose lines it anyway games and um i just had never seen anything like it and uh so i auditioned for it to be in it the next year and i did and i stopped playing basketball and i started doing a lot more performing arts um hmm. But then I, you know, I kind of fell back into it when I was in in college and uh, ended up moving to Chicago wow. to study at improv at IO after, uh, after I went to school. Wow. I mean, uh, follow up question to that, since uh, you mentioned uh, like basketball, um, uh, like were you on the, the school team, like varsity, like how, how far into it were you in like basketball? On a, oh wait! If, oh wait, we lost you for a second. Uh, can you repeat that? City. Oh, ah, darn it! Also play. We lost you. Um, oh no! Oh, oh wait, 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 can, wait! We can we can hear you now. Okay. Okay. Can you repeat that real quick? The answer to the last. Yeah, question. I played. I played. Um, Varsity basketball, and I played AAU in the off season. Okay. Okay. Wow. Uh, so, so it was pretty far in, and but like you decided that um, a path in comedy was more. Could, like, would I be able to say that it was more fulfilling for you to follow uh, improv rather than basketball? I think. Um, I think that they were both things that I was really gifted at. Mm-hmm. But I think the practice of comedy was a lot more enjoyable than the competition of basketball. Okay. Yeah. At least it was for my life at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I cause... still love basketball. I love to play. I like watching the NBA a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I, I used to play basketball a lot too, but you know, you know, the older I get, the more like, jobs I have to do. So I, I definitely want to get back into it more. And uh your your friend also Brian McGinnis also likes to complain about the NBA a lot. So uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that um you have Twitter beef all the time with him. But <laughs> but yeah, um yeah, yeah I, I didn't know about that. But um yeah, like there there's there's a I, I don't mean to like um go way way too much into that, but um yeah, so we have a couple more questions. I didn't mean okay. to like I, I swung into my wife. And he, like, like, hit me in there. I'm like, what do you want? No, like, I, I, I'm, I'm on swivel chairs. So, like, I just kind of like. Like, whoops. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we got a couple more questions for you. Like, just to let okay. uh, get to know. Yeah. So, you're not a big gamer yourself, but you do appear as video game characters on the Playable Characters podcast. Why do you think it's important to stretch out your comfort zone when you do comedy? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it is important to stretch out your Mm. comfort zone when you do comedy. I think you sort of have to Mm -hmm. in order to do it, but I don't really feel like I'm stretching out all that much when I'm doing their podcast. It's just like, yeah, it's just, um, it's fun to research a certain character or like mm-hmm. uh take that um what was it street fighter 2 where the guy beats up a car <laughs> yeah that was one of my favorite episodes by the way yeah i don't know anything about that i've never seen it before but i watched a couple youtube videos about it mm-hmm. and i was like that's hilarious it's like so easy to like mm-hmm. they suggested that i was like the guy whose car kept getting totaled by the, this karate guy yeah. Which is like such a crazy concept and it's such a 
it's like a 1990 Toyota Cressida, you know, it's like, it's not an awesome car or anything. So yeah. Yeah. It's just like a commuter mobile. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I'll link it up here. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube or I'll link it in the description down below, um, to see like, to really hear like, uh, Micah really talk about this car getting beat up by a karate dude. It was, um, like, like, uh, Brian was telling me about like the other episodes you're in. I'm like, yeah, that's one of my favorite. Uh, you were the, um, you were the car guy. Uh, we saw you at Long Island Retro, uh, being the crazy taxi guy. And there was one other. Like, oh yeah. That yeah. was amazing. That by was the way. <laughs> absolutely hysterical. I mean, uh, it, and crazy taxi. <laughs> Man, I can't link two things, but I got I got to link that in the description down below yeah. as well. Um, I think that's I think that's the other thing. Like, I'm I'm not a big gamer, and so like just watching these things, like, there's no context for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I think if you had played that a lot, you'd be like, yeah, you know, the part where you're a karate guy and you beat up a car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sort of like take it for granted, like Super Mario Brothers and something I'm so used to. It's just it's it's sort of lunacy that like this gorilla would be racing like a mushroom mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're both the same size and there's a lizard. Yeah. Are, are you talking about and Bowser? There's a, there's a turtle. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, neither does a karate guy beating up your car. Well, neither that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, have you had any kind of like interest in like gaming either even further or is it just like, you like doing retro games more. I like, I, I really don't play video games much at all. I'm like a crossword guy. Okay. I do crosswords on my phone. I and, uh, yeah. Um, I guess like in practice, I don't have, I, I guess I feel the same way about reading. I'm like, in yeah. practice, I'm like, yeah, I'm not really that into it, but yeah, I like yeah. the idea of it. Mm-hmm. No, I feel that. I like I like the concept of like going into video games or like the fact that you can make money off kids <laughs> who are gonna buy stuff for a virtual world. I mean, that's that's really like interesting to me, but I'm not gonna really get involved because I'm just not that interested. Mm-hmm. No, I can personally. Feel that. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like um, on our podcast, we like to really. Um, you know, encourage people that it doesn't matter what video game you play, you're still considered like a gamer. So if you if you only exclusively play Super Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo, like you're <laughs> you're still a gamer in, in our eyes. Like it doesn't really matter like what system you have, but like that's it. Like video games are video games, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Yeah. I like that. But uh I guess the the last question, um like as we kind of wrap up this conversation, um, you uh, as we mentioned before, you you're, you're starring in an HBO show, and the one thing I uh, the one thing I understand about acting is that you don't get these roles by accidents. Like you don't just slip on a banana peel and whoops, you're on HBO. Uh, but that's the question I want to ask you: Is that everybody wants to be a star nowadays? Everybody wants to have their instant fame and and get in the spotlight quickly but no one wants to put in the work and i want to ask you as someone who's uh, made it this far as someone who has you know landed a role in hbo what are some things about getting acting roles that most people don't want to look at seriously you know being an actor is just a it's a hustle just like um any um any other profession yeah um, it's there's a lot of um, preparation that goes into auditioning, and then for um, you know uh, performing, mm-hmm. uh, whether you're doing it uh, on stage or on screen. Um, I don't know. I I I, I like the process. Yeah. Um, but still, like it's still a, a full time job. Like it's something, like you said, it's a it's a hustle, like any other profession. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people want to see it as just that 
easy, you know, you just slip into it. But I, I'm sure that it's taken. Uh, well, well, let me ask you this: How many years have you um, gone into acting for? Um, I think I've been a member of the Screen Actors Guild since 2007. Okay, so around 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just it. Like, it's, you've had like 12 years of, you know, working hard and getting these roles rather than, you know, you just, you know, kind of like the Chris Hemsworth, you just kind of like go in and you get a role. No, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm sure he worked too. But I think, I, I don't think a lot of like, maybe some people, um, will be able to get a role um, on a whim. Mm -hmm. Um, But unless you're willing to, uh, I think hustle for it and, and work. Yeah. um, That's all, that's all it'll be. That, that one thing that you did once, maybe twice, who knows? I mean, what, Um, what, what piece of advice if, if anybody wants to go into acting, what piece of advice would you want to give them to get them started? Um, my director in high school put it like this. Yeah. Um, if you can see yourself doing anything else other than acting, you should do that. I feel that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause it's something that you so, do that you're passionate about. But definitely. I mean, I've yeah. done a lot of other things in my life. I've really focused hard on basketball. Um, I played in a band. Yeah. I, um, you know, I was a legal secretary for a while. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a day job, but um, yeah. Um, I, I tried a bunch of different things, um, and I found that this was the way that I like to spend my life. So yeah, that's what I do. No, and that's just it. Like, um, I, I think that's why we're doing this podcast YouTube thing because that's all I want to do with my life is to wake up and create videos and uh, talk with people like you and just. Um, you know, talk about inspiration kind of like that. And I like what that says. Just like, if oh, you right on. Yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to both of you. Oh yeah. Like th- it's been like a lot of fun. Like really, um, uh, like we said, um, off camera, I really wanted somebody to come on and play Santa and Micah Sherman was, you know, our, our, you know, yeah. I don't want to say, choice. yeah, I, I didn't want to <laughs> say top choice in case, you know, another like, like improv person is like wait why not me it's like yeah. well you know, micah sherman is he's hilarious so like <laughs> <laughs> um no, no offense to brian mcginnis at all but but that that's just it like um um but we want to really thank you for your time here um is there anything else you would like to tell our audience any like future projects they should look out for um what, what else can we uh hear about you um, I have a um, a series on Mashable.com called the Bob Ross Challenge where I have people paint along to an episode of The Joy of Painting without pressing pause. Nice. I like yeah, that. and uh, season three is uh, starting up again soon. Um, and all the information is at BobRossChallenge.com. But I had uh, Brian and uh, Calvin from Playable Characters on this season. Nice. Nice. Oh, yeah. that, and it's all a um, it's all a benefit for uh, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Okay, and we're having a we're having a big show on January eighteenth at Caveat. Mm. Cool. Um, and um, yeah, January eighteenth, seven o'clock, Caveat, and it's a fundraiser show for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Bob Ross died of lymphoma in nineteen ninety five, so we do it. To, uh, nice. Honor him. Wow. And I'll definitely have that uh, link down below if you want to, if you're interested at all of checking it out. Uh, definitely check out in the description. Uh, but yeah, uh, Micah, I don't want to take up any more of your time. You're you're a busy guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Really appreciate you coming on the show, agreeing to be on the show. Uh, you got a lot going on. So, um, but yeah, 
I think yeah. I think we're gonna end it here. So yeah. we thank you again for listening to uh, this week's episode of Games and Groceries. We hope you have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, uh, Happy Festivus, whatever you want to celebrate. Cool, but we want to you know wish you the Happy Holidays here at Games and Groceries. You can follow us on Twitter at Gaming Groceries. You can follow us on Instagram, Games Groceries, all one word, and check out our website, gamesgroceries.com, where you can listen to all the podcasts from the website. So thank you again for listening this week, and we hope to have you back next week. Happy Hanukkah! Merry Christmas! <laughs> nice! <laughs>